From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Evening Edition. Oh. Thanks for joining us. I'm Andrea Nakano. And I'm Brian Hackney. Our top story tonight, Oakland's police chief says a recently released report clears him from claims he mishandled two officer misconduct cases. As Dahlin explains, the chief says he deserves to get back on the job since there's no evidence of wrongdoing. Chief Laurent Armstrong says he'll send a letter to the mayor on Monday to demand a reinstatement. He says the letter will outline reasons why he should go back to work. I believe I should be reinstated because I did nothing wrong. At a press conference on Sunday, Chief Armstrong says he now has more information to back up his claim. My review confirms that the investigators and the federal monitor conclusion about me is not supported by evidence. Frankly, the confidential report and the information provided by the monitor is embarrassing. It's inaccurate. It contradicts itself about the role that I played in this case. And the report focuses and targets me. Last month, the new Oakland mayor put the police chief on leave based on the summary of a report, which says the chief failed to hold the sergeant accountable over a misconduct case. The chief says he finally received the full report on Wednesday, about 60 pages. The report relies heavily on vague and subjective information without factual or evidence. The report says the department did not properly punish a sergeant for a hit and run crash. I do think the chief is responsible for holding people accountable when that information is brought to him. And in this case, that information was not brought to me, so I was not able to take the proper action. He adds department policies also prohibit him from getting involved in this type of internal affairs investigation. As we start Black History Month, it reminds me that Fairness and justice is something that African-Americans are still seeking. Mm -hmm. The idea that I can look at this report and see how unfair it is makes me question, have we moved forward in any way that we would allow this type of report to tarnish someone's career? Armstrong supporters blame the situation on the federal monitor, Robert Warshaw. The department has been under federal oversight for two decades, and it was supposed to end in May. Warshaw and his team make roughly a million dollars a year overseeing the agency. They claim Warshaw wants to keep collecting his paychecks. We're asking the mayor again, again, and again to re- state the chief back to his duties. The mayor said last month she's not punishing the chief, but Armstrong says he's not going down without a fight. I believe Oakland is a city built on fighting for social justice and stepping up and standing up for injustice. This is an injustice. This is not fair. I reached out to the mayor's office on Sunday. No response so far. Uh, SciShow woke up people in San Francisco's Sunset neighborhood. A viewer sent us this video from the intersection of Noriega Street and 42nd Avenue. The viewer tells us this was just before 2 in the morning. The driver scattered when police arrived. We have reached out to the San Francisco Police Department about the SciShow and have not heard back. A man has been arrested for shooting and killing someone in their home in San Jose. San Jose police say the victim drove themselves to the hospital late Friday night, then died at the hospital yesterday afternoon. The suspect has been arrested and police say he will be charged in the next couple of days. Happening today in the first weekend of Black History Month, an event to promote reading amongst African-American young people. Organizers say it is the key to understanding and being understood. Reporter John Ramos has got that story. In today's digital world, it may seem a bit old-fashioned for people to think black history is going to progress through books and reading. But no matter how people get their information, the folks here say what's really important is the exchange of ideas and different perspectives. 
In 2015, the Oakland chapter of a group called Jack and Jill of America began sponsoring the African American Read-In, a gathering meant to get kids of all ages interested in the people and events that make up black history. I know like the ones like most people know, but like I'm sure there are way more that I haven't even been introduced to yet. The day began with a reading from Oakland Youth Poet Laureate Kalon Black. I raise my hand proud of my knowledge, knowing and understanding that my education is an elevation into innovation of a world of my own creation. Kalon says despite her academic success, she has not been spared from the sting of racism. I think I'm one of like eight black kids in my school and it's like every time I get within a nice environment then there are people who want to hold me back because of the color of my skin or because of my gender and it's very hard for me to be able to express myself which is why I turned to poetry. Organizers of the read-in believe that knowledge and in particular reading is the key to both learning and passing on the achievements of African Americans. As Americans, yeah. that's who we are. That's what this is about. And so our story is a strong story. It is the American story, not just the black history, but it is the American story. And, and we're here to um, teach our children and let the world know that we are here. We're not going anywhere. Workshops were held for young people of all ages, from introducing kids as young as two years old to black heroes, to teaching teens about the mysterious world of NFTs and cryptocurrency. Nicole Cauley is the mother of three teenagers and admits there are times when a generation gap can also prevent mutual understanding. And we got called to the carpet about how we dismiss their feelings because they don't have the same experiences that, that we do when in fact, when we stop to listen, they did have a lot to share, something that we can learn from as well. Differences in experience often lead to misunderstanding, especially in the area of race. At the read-in, the message was simple. Words do matter. Across the Bay in San Francisco, thousands of people filling the streets of Chinatown's Lunar New Year Street Fair. Vendors sold everything from food, snacks, and toys. Entertainment included a performance by Chinese drummers. Visitors also had their pictures taken to remember their experience at the fair. Oakland's Black Cultural Zone is celebrating Black History Month with chocolate. Today, they put on the Oakland So Chocolate Festival. Vendors and visitors filled the space in Oakland's Uptown Station, sharing all types of products from Black-owned businesses. Everything from lotions, soaps, to clothes, children's books, cakes, and jams. If we want a strong black community, we have to have a strong black economy, which means we have to do things like this, have markets and events and things where you see our talent and our beauty and you support us. What a wonderful event. The Black Cultural Zone organizes at Liberation Park on Sundays, and they have five markets like today's throughout the year. And we thank you for joining us on CBS News Bay Area. News updates are always on KPIX.com.